Hello, this is C. Northington Purdy, and this is Starting Your Teaching Career. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the career advancement opportunities available to teachers. Did you know that there were career advancement opportunities? Well, there are, and one of them might be just for you. Stay tuned. Teaching is not a dead-end job, contrary to popular belief. There are many opportunities for advancement within the profession, within education. Teaching can be a springboard that can take you to great places in education. I'm going to highlight a few of them in this episode. The first, I would say, um, that is actually the most popular is department chairperson. A department chairperson is someone who uh, is in charge of a subject matter um, for in the building. So let's say if you teach English, the department chairperson, you become the department chairperson, you would be in charge of all the English teachers. Um, And your responsibilities would be coordinating their supplies, making sure everybody has enough books and supplies. Um, meeting subject related needs. You might have a new teacher who's who's new to the profession and you make sure that they are adhering to the curriculum. You make sure that the curriculum is mapped so that everything gets covered before the end of the year, all your subject matter. You evaluate new teachers and, and tenured teachers sometimes. And you're also, as a department chairperson, you're the liaison between the administration and the faculty in your subject. So it's actually quite a responsibility, and for for that reason, usually the department chair people only teach one or two classes per day. They don't teach a full schedule because they have to go around and evaluate other people and see to their needs. In order to uh, qualify as a department chairperson, um, one needs to have a certification in supervision. Some people just go ahead and get the master's in administration and supervision, but you can also be a department chairperson with just the certification and you just take a few credits at your local university and um, you can earn that in some states it doesn't take long at all to do but according to payscale.com the uh, depending on your experience the average pay uh, salary for a department chairperson is seventy three thousand one hundred and twenty nine dollars That's not bad, is it? So there's opportunity. So I say I would say if you enjoy teaching, it's a win win because you still get to teach and then you get to spend the rest of the day mentoring and helping others and and keeping everything organized. It's a good leadership step up. Similar to the department chairperson is the lead teacher or grade level supervisor. In some states, um, a certificate in supervision is not needed for um, this position. And very similar to department chairperson, you teach one or two classes a day and you spend the rest of the day um, representing the needs of of the staff. Um, let's say uh, all of the teachers in a small school um, or maybe all of the teachers in the fourth grade or the fifth grade and you coordinate their um, courses, their 
supplies. You you act as a liaison between the faculty and your um, your teachers and your grade, and you move up. That's a step up. It's considered a step up because the, your teaching load is lessened, but you have more responsibility as a leader. So that's an option too. It's similar to the department chairperson. Another way that a teacher can um, advance themselves and change their title is becoming a school counselor. School counselors are uh, not necessarily required to be a teacher first. You can go into school counseling from even the private sector. All you need really is a master's degree in counseling and a a certification to uh, be a school counselor. Um, And the responsibilities are, there's a lot of responsibility. They, um, they counsel students um, who have difficulties or, or um, so they do some psychological counseling. They are trained to do that. They coordinate um, academic conferences with parents. They assist students with academic um, problems that they're having in, in the classroom. And um, according to careerexplorer.com, um, the average guidance counselor, it's no, I'm sorry, this is not the average, it's the median um, salary is $56,310. So that's not bad. That's not bad, but it's a mo- you're moving up. In, in other words, you're um, from, this, from the classroom, you're going to an office where you have increased responsibility something to think about next we have vice principal a vice principal um, requires in order to be a vice principal you'll need the master's degree in administration and supervision and a certification in uh, administration which you can get from most universities that have a college of education the vice principal depending on the size of your school the vice principal's job is really important because they handle and you in most public schools they handle the attendance they handle discipline um in other words uh the vice principals are usually the ones that do the suspending um they handle the detention those kinds of things they evaluate teachers sometimes and um but they do not teach they do not teach so it really is a big change just like the guidance counselors they don't teach however in order to be a vice principal and to qualify to be a vice principal you have to have taught for at least two years so you have to understand teaching in order to evaluate a teacher which makes perfect sense to me now according to payscale.com which is a really good resource if you want to know salaries um, of of any position really the average uh, vice principal of a public school makes $83,983 it's not bad and then there's the principal the principal like the vice principal has a master's degree in administration and supervision with the certification he or she has taught for at least two years before becoming an administrator the responsibility of all the teachers, all the students, and the entire building, all the staff, are on the shoulders of the principal. The principal is the chief executive officer, the CEO of the building. She reports to the school board um, about the status of her school, what's going on. Uh, She handles the budget. She allocates funding for various projects and for supplies. They do the, they make the final 
in many buildings decision about hiring and firing people. They make sure that the schedule is uh, make sure that the schedule is cohesive and running smoothly. They have the power to expel people. Uh, it's a big job, and um, really, it, as a school principal. When it comes to something that happens, if a, if a parent is unhappy or if there's something that goes on in the schoolyard or even in the neighborhood involving school students, it really does fall to on the shoulders of the principal. It's a lot of responsibility. It's from what I'm hearing and from the interview, for example, with Ms. Williams, it's very rewarding. It's a rewarding job. And if that level of leadership appeals to you, it's um, it can be very, very. Uh, you can live on the salary pretty well. Now, this is um, a website bls.gov, which is the Bureau of Labor Statistics website. The median salary of the average public school principal is ninety-five thousand three hundred and ten dollars. Not bad. Teachers also have the option of becoming uh, teachers in higher education. For example, with a master's degree, a teacher can teach at a community college. Um, and it is very rewarding. You're, you're, you know how to teach because you've been trained to teach. And you're teaching adults who want to better themselves. And you get to focus on your subject, which you know well already. And um, it's actually, it's been my experience having been worked in higher ed for so many years that people who have been teachers in the past and then move up to higher education tend to be really popular because you know how to teach already. So you're not just an expert in your field, you're also a really good speaker. And that's a win-win for everyone. The students benefit and you benefit because you get a chance to just focus on um, your subject, classroom management is not as big of an issue, and some of the other requirements of public school are not even a factor in higher education. So it's actually quite nice. At a two-year college, um, one can teach in the evening and um, so after school you just go there one one or two nights a week or however many nights and um, it's I mean you're not going to become a millionaire doing that but you will get the chance to really enjoy talking about the thing that you majored in in, high, in college yourself and it's, it's really nice and a four-year college um, some four-year colleges employ uh, people with master's degrees to teach, to be adjunct professors. And that's also a wonderful experience because, again, you're dealing with people who have chosen to um, pursue the career that, uh, maybe even teaching career that you've pursued. And so you can also act as a mentor, which is fantastic. However, if you want to um, leave K-12 education and become a professor, you're going to need a terminal degree, um, a doctorate of some kind. The average professor, according to salary.com, the average professor 
professor, college professor, and this is public school, public college professor, makes $153,101. And that is, uh, all of these numbers are 2019, so they are very current. Becoming an assistant superintendent is another option for a teacher. You're starting out as a teacher, you earn the master's degree in supervision, and the, the, you know, the sky's the limit. Um, you, usually people become assistant superintendents after having served as a chairperson, a department chairperson, or as a vice principal, or as a principal. And sometimes um, people just to go from, in rare cases, people go from being a teacher to being an assistant superintendent. It really all depends on your ability to network, your curiosity, etc. cetera. Um, so an assistant superintendent, some districts have a lot of them because there are many students and uh, in large urban areas, there are several assistant superintendents and they each are in charge of a number of schools. Um, in some, some towns, they'll have um, an assistant superintendent in charge of uh, curriculum development, an assistant superintendent in charge of uh, professional development, you know, they, they divide it up that way. But um, you're, you're, you'll be working at the Board of Education uh, you'll have an office there and you'll spend quite a bit of time visiting schools and um, observing, uh, talking to the principals, maybe even mentoring the principals of various buildings. And it's um, it's a big job. It uh, The salary reflects the responsibility level of that job. Um, and according to Indeed.com, the uh, median salary for a an assistant superintendent in a public school district is $122,058. And that's, um, again, you have to consider that that's, that is not with, that's a, that's a, an assistant superintendent without a terminal degree, without a PhD, without an EDD. So it's all uphill because in education, the more education you have, the, the higher your salary. It's a, one of those fields that honors the amount of work you've actually done, which I, I really like. And finally, uh, superintendent of schools. The school, a school superintendent has the same qualifications as an assistant superintendent. Many school superintendents started, um, be, were assistant superintendents before they moved up. So they understand the job, but um, the job is, is vast because they are guided by the state requirements of whatever state you're in. You're guided, your job is guided by the Board of Education, uh, priorities, in some cases, the voters, people who have voted the uh, Board of Education into office, the budget, um, federal budget, state budget, local budget, uh, you're responsible for safety, for um, enforcing the harassment, intimidation, and bullying policies, and you coordinate the principals in each building. It's a lot. It's a big job. It's a big job. It does not require a terminal degree, but many, many superintendents now have one. Um, a state superintendent, I'm sorry, um, depending on your state, your, your salary will vary. But according to Ed Education Week, which is a uh, national publication in the United States, and they have their own statistics, um, the average uh, superintendent makes one hundred and seventy-four thousand dollars. 
I, I thought it was interesting in on their chart, and you can look this up on edweek.com. I'm sorry. Yes, edweek.com, um, that the highest salary in 2019 for a superintendent was $300,000, and the lowest one was like 110, something like that. So I just thought it was interesting the scale of salaries. But these are people superintendents, school superintendents, assistant superintendents, principals, vice principals, department chair people they have all been teachers. They started out as teachers. The sky's the limit. If you spend five minutes in my classroom, you'll understand one thing about me. I love teaching. I love teaching. I've always loved teaching. I can't imagine not teaching. <laughs> As I grow older, I'm being forced to, but it's a, it's, it's a love affair. And there are ways that you can teach and, and move up in your career, move, move to teach wider audiences. You can teach internationally. Teaching is a springboard. It can take you anywhere you want to go if you really want to go. Go for it. Bye-bye.